Welcome to the Love Your Space podcast, where we explore the world of functional design and how it transforms your space into your own happy place. Whether you're a seasoned design enthusiast or just starting out, this podcast is for you. Join us as we chat with experts in their fields, from interior designers and chefs to artists and musicians, as they share their tips and tricks for developing an aesthetic and finding a vibe on a budget, discussing where people find inspiration and how they balance function and beauty. We'll also dive into the psychology behind why our surroundings have such a profound impact on our mood and well-being. So whether you're looking to spruce up your living room, organize your life, or simply get inspired, we've got you covered. Tune in to the Love Your Space podcast, and let's get started on creating a space you'll love to come home to. Welcome to the Love Your Space podcast. I'm Chad, your host with Walsney Love. Today, we have a talented artist friend of ours, Kim Lyon. Kim recently designed a wallpaper collection for us. Welcome, Kim. Hi. Hi. I'm so How excited are you to, to chat with you today. I'm doing well. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Um, pretty excited as well. This is a, a fun little adventure we've been on. We started your wallpaper collection months ago on a random yeah. meeting and you had zero expertise in designing wallpaper. So before we get to the wallpaper part, why don't you just tell everyone a little bit about yourself, um, what kind of art you produce and we'll go from there. Okay. Um, yeah, you're right. I had zero wallpaper experience. I had <laughs> created zero repeat patterns. That was definitely a, a learning curve we can talk about later. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I create mixed media designs. Um, I've been drawing and painting my whole life, and I used to really primarily work in um, acrylics and oils and um, it was something that I kind of came back to later in life. Um, getting back into painting was was important for my health and well-being about a decade ago. And I, I fell into some um, open studio sessions and then and signed up for workshops out here at the Scottsdale Artist School. Um, and so that rekindled my, my love of painting because I didn't study it when I was young like I, I wanted to. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, um, I did get a master's of fine arts in visual communication design. Um, I graduated with that degree in 2018. And while the focus of that was primarily um, problem solving and developing human-centered solutions, and I worked in healthcare, I learned the Adobe suite and how to communicate visually. I learned typography. And so I kind of fell later into experimenting um, with watercolors and um, digitizing them using image trace mm -hmm. and uh, without really planning on creating a, a whole style out of that. But I, I tested something, I liked the result, and then I decided to run with it. So that's what I create, these um, mixed media, um, limited edition, and single edition prints, also travel poster collections, and I've also done book covers and product packaging, like um, some matchbooks. So matchbook primarily, you start with a drawing. Like so, so like primarily, you start with a drawing or I a start painting. With a, a watercolor painting, yes. Okay. I paint everything by hand first. And then you transform that into digital art, 
that you can then replicate. Yes, exactly. Very I cool. run image chase on it, which turns it from pixel to vector. And I, I change the settings. I have my own proprietary formula. <laughs> um, so it's not a watercolor reproduction. It's, it's literally a mixed media um, piece of digital art. And because it's vector, then I can scale it and um, apply it in, in multiple different ways. So it's been exciting to see how the designs can live um, you know, on different surfaces and in different ways, you know, on, on paper and on um, wallpaper. Um, yeah. packaging, exactly. you know, so yeah, lots of applications. Can you tell me a little bit more about the travel posters? Cause I think they're one of the coolest art pieces that you produce. Like I, I love them. I think they're really cool. Oh, thank you. Um, I have loved travel posters forever. I've been very interested in, in those, those vintage retro style travel posters. And I, and when I was in grad school, I created um, a travel poster-inspired um, poster for a, a fake conference we had to create a visual identity for in typography class. And I really enjoyed that. And then during lockdown, I was like, I'd like to create more travel posters. But I found the, the process really unwieldy. I don't like to design in Illustrator, um, which is the the platform that I created that piece of work in. So um, later, as I started painting and, and image tracing those watercolors, um, I started painting all of the places that I had been and decided to turn those into kind of a, a fresh take on the vintage travel poster and was really intentional about the layout and the style. I went through an iterative process and and choosing the the typeface and everything to, to keep it modern. But... Um, and kind of a little lighter than some of the, the vintage travel posters that you see, um, but use a typeface that kind of had a, a nod to um, to those times. And if anyone can so see it on video. So I have a global video. collection with prints from all over the world and, and, and um, stateside destinations as well. And they make up your background, correct? Yes, yes. There's see? Chicago. <laughs> And no, uh, awesome. Marrakesh, yeah, um, Aruba and Italy are behind me too. So well, not bad spots. I like all not those bad places. Spots. <laughs> they were all amazing. <laughs> I, I love so, Chicago. Oh, Chicago's great in the summer. Probably one of the best cities ever for three months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> I got a lot of friends that live there. They get mad when I joke about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's. Let me ask you one more personal question and then let's maybe get into this wallpaper stuff a little bit because I find the, um, out of our journey together, going from meeting and learning about your art and then you creating a collection for us, the fun part was, for me, was in the watching how your look at the project changed over time to end up creating what you created. But before we get there... Um, I just want to have a few like uh, fun questions that um, a friend of ours, Jenny, uh, put together for us. Um, do you have a favorite color while you create art? Like, is there a favorite range that you go to? That's a good question. Probably changes. Like by I mood, love all the colors. Yeah, by mood okay. for sure. Um, 
I've been very drawn to green, deep greens, and I that definitely came out in the wallpaper, for sure. Um, and I've st- I'm still drawn to them. I I did um, turkey run the other day, okay. and it's lots of deep greens in that one. Um, I did that for a, a limited edition piece, but um, green. Uh, there's always a hint of navy in my work. I love navy. Yeah. So there was a pink, pink. I, I see. I can't choose. There's yeah. pink in all of them too. There are. <laughs> there is. <laughs> when I think of your collection, there's a lot of navy, a lot of pink. Um, I like the greens. I like green. Was never one of my favorite colors, but currently it's a color to me that's very like calming it's organic it makes you just feel like at peace and so i really like wallpapers or styles or art that has green in it right now too um so let's let's tell one the the my interpretation of how we went from artist to wallpaper designer and then (laughs) (laughs) and then i want you to like fill in how you were feeling during these moments and how the creative process went from an idea to um, in the middle grounds, I would say some execution. And then we ended up with like a full on line that anyone can buy um, and decorate their space or their home with. So we met, we discussed your art and your style and I was drawn to your bold colors, your um, how some of your pieces in my opinion made me feel like it was at a place or like it was kind of like a dreamy land. And then other mm-hmm. ones were more like your um, desert type art takes you to the desert. But to me, I was drawn to your Mediterranean and Italy and like the beautiful sceneries that you create there. Going from that to having to create a repeatable pattern so that we could blow it up in a wallpaper we we struggled <laughs> is, yes. is that fair absolutely um, yes totally fair but then <laughs> i i think the thing that made it click was when we had a conversation around feeling and colors and that a wallpaper isn't a wallpaper it's actually a way to transform a room to let you feel a certain way when you're in there and we had that conversation and i saw a light bulb click and you were like ah, I've been going about this kind of the wrong way. I need to design more around a feeling I want someone to feel in this particular space because a feeling in a living room or a bedroom is different than a feeling in like a laundry room or a feature wall in an entryway. Mm -hmm. So can you maybe share with us like your creative process going from the way that you've made art always to having to change that to more repeatable areas and then how the tone and mood of your art became a wallpaper that you wanted someone to display in their home kind of complicated but like the process was to me it was very linear looking but i don't think you saw it linear at the beginning until we got like more towards the end of it it was for me it was not linear i mean i'm so glad that i after Well, we had that meeting and you were like, yeah, you can make repeat patterns. And I was like, sure. And I, I think you saw some doves that I had um, painted for mm-hmm. the matchboxes, actually. You were like, those would make a great repeat pattern. And I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, easy. I can totally do that. And in my head, this was going to go a lot faster than it actually did. And so 
I started painting kind of things that inspired me, but nothing was very cohesive and nothing worked in a pattern. And I, I was feeling very lost. And because in prior to that, I would create scenes. Yes. I, you know, I, I paint it within a box and I, and I paint scenes and my, my layouts, you know, I, I can feel kind of, I, I don't think I, I don't typically, well, I'm stumbling now on my words, but when I paint, I look at photos that I've taken and I, and I look at kind of the, um, the composition of all of those and decide whether or not I think those are going to translate into a good painting. And sometimes they do. Most times they do. Sometimes they don't. And then I try something else. But, um, so that's, that's always been my approach. And this required a completely different approach. It was like taking that apart, you know? Um, so yeah, I really struggled on my own for a while and I'm so glad I reached out to you. <laughs> I was like, I need help. <laughs> this isn't working. I have been working on this, but this is not working and I need help. Explain this to me. I and remember it did that click. Day. That that was a light bulb moment and that changed it all for me. And particularly when you said it's about telling a story. And yep. I used to be a writer. I used to write and edit for an online magazine. Okay. And that used to be my my creative outlet. In between, you know, painting when I was young and, and getting back into that, I had this long phase where I was a writer and an editor. And so I was like, oh, a story. And then yes, talking about feelings and how how you want to feel walking to a, in a, walking into a room and, and what should envelop you in that space. And then it did click. And so I did come up with a story. And um, yeah. and created from there, and still painted from photos, but but um, I had to kind of break my brain a little, and and like I said, instead of painting in that box, I had to think outside of it and um, figure out how I wanted to put things together. But um, the story was definitely travel inspired. Um, I had been in Spain and Morocco, and and everything just was beautiful and lush, and there were oranges everywhere everything smelled like orange orange blossoms and um kind of recreating some of those emotions that i felt while i was traveling um so and using those colors people that are listening obviously can't um see your collection but anyone can visit walsneylove.com and check it out and even purchase and wrap their home in your artwork um and i hope but, they do <laughs> and i hope they do as well so but like to provide some context to listeners right now, like your collection has, in my opinion, two very distinct, um, like styles. One is more of like a tile almost. Mm -hmm. And then the other is more of a abstract with leaves and fruits. And then your third one, like I'd say to be is the like abstract kind of more whimsical, um, mirage if you will. Yep. Yep. Um, to me, I feel that each one of those can be used differently in a home or in a space. Can you elaborate on like how you feel about each of those like styles that you chose and why did you lean towards tiles? And then what did the more fruit lush ones make you feel and how you would want someone to feel that way in their home? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I was, envisioning a home and more specifically it was a very personal a home I used to live in and 
if I walked into the foyer, you know, what kind of pattern would, would feel inviting um, and kind of start the story of this Oasis collection. <clears throat> and that was that Mirage print um, that you mentioned, that Oasis uh, Desert Mirage print. I actually cried when I painted that one. I know that sounds a little uh, no, out I there, but I, I poured a lot of emotion into that one. <laughs> um, and then from there, like if I'm looking into a study or a dining room or a living room, you know, what are the, the prints that would feel um, like that, that oasis courtyard with uh, the greenery and the oranges and I threw peacocks in there too. Cause when I, when I was in Spain, I, I did see peacocks um, that month I spent in Valencia. Um, and that just felt luxurious to me. So um, that's where I went with that. And then, you know, if you're designing papers for a whole home, then, you know, what would work in a bathroom or a kitchen or a laundry room, like you said. And so I kind of went um, the direction of, of some of those tiles to complement and coordinate with, the other larger scale patterns. Okay. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think your Mirage one would be like awesome in a nursery too. Like the pinks in it and like the colors allow for someone to just feel creative. Um, it's probably my favorite one that you design. Um, force. Yeah. That would be good in a nursery. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. So we go from you as an artist to you now as a wallpaper designer to check that box off of your resume. Um, <laughs> do you think that we'll get to see a second collection from you at some point? Do you think this experience of stepping outside the box, like will lead to more? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. No, cool. Like, yeah, I think that's um, awesome. Definitely. I had so much fun with it and, um, so out here in Arizona, you know, it's monsoon season and it's hot. And so, and a lot of us escape during that time of year. And I made the mistake of escaping earlier in the year <laughs> than I came home for the summer. So it was hot and, you know, we're all trapped inside. And so I spent that time designing wallpaper and it was, it was a really beautiful experience for me. I had so much fun um, spending all day, every day, you know, when I wasn't swimming in a creek up in Sedona. Um, working on those papers and those designs and uh, really letting myself feel it and go with it and, and try things. So um, I really enjoyed that experience very, very much. And I already have ideas, A, for kids prints, because we've talked about that. And I have yes. some yes. dinosaurs I'd like to finish. Yes. Um, it's been tough lately because it's, it's market and festival season out here. So like all, every weekend, pretty much I've got got events and festivals going on, but um, I'd like to finish the the kids' prints that I started, and um, I do have ideas for another another collection, maybe more woodsy-inspired, more woodland-inspired. We'll no, see what hits that. me. So would you say that your design process from when you make art or travel posters or commission pieces differs from how you create art that is suitable for wallpaper or now is it more they were separate at the beginning because you'd never done it but now it's more of a blended process that's a good question um i think they're separate i think they're still separate so like you go to a different headspace when you do your travel or 
uh, a piece and then you go to a separate space to create wallpaper now. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because with the wallpapers, I'm painting elements of, of things, not necessarily whole scenes, except for the, the Oasis Mirage or whatever we called that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Desert yes. Mirage. I can't remember. Um, that one was a whole scene. Um, but everything else I kind of did in elements and um, did manipulate some of the things in Illustrator as I was creating the repeat pattern um, to make sure that that layout was all right. And, you know, I don't do that when I design limited edition or single edition prints and then the travel posters. It is what it is. Um, I, I paint in that rectangle. And yep. um, and that's what it is. You know, I don't, I don't typically mess with that. Um, the wallpapers, you know, I was painting different oranges and then maybe moved the leaves around. Right. Where it was like, ah, I need more leaves. And so I painted more leaves. Um, I was painting elements of things. Yeah. yeah. So definitely, definitely different. Well, that could be something that um, for collection number two that we explore uh, the potential of having like one or two more murals added where you get to do the scene and someone, you know, if they have a nine by 12 wall or eight by 10 wall, like the whole scene would be created that way. That'd be pretty fun. That'd be fun. Yeah, for sure. So what is, uh, you've traveled everywhere. You've done all these things. Do you still have something on your bucket list that you have to check off or are you getting, is it a list? Like what, what do you got? (laughs) Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I don't do like bucket lists or things, but I do have goals. Okay. And, um, so continent wise, I was like, okay, now I've, I've been to, um, Europe, of course, cause I, I lived there ages ago. Um, I was in Asia as an exchange student. And then later when I was in India, like I was in Japan when I was 16 and then India in 2016. Um, so I've been to Asia um, when I went to Morocco, I got to check Africa off my list. And so now I'm like, I got to get to South America. Antarctica is not on my list. I'm not, <laughs> not interested, even though I'm dying to see penguins, but I can go other places to see penguins. So we're not going to get um, a snow collection. We're not going to get like a blizzard collection. No, Nothing like, okay. No, okay. No, good to know. So sorry. Good no, to know. I really don't want to like be on that ship and cross the channel and like the, or the Drake passage and all that. It's, it's. <laughs> I'll reach out to another bad. artist to fulfill <laughs> Someone that. Someone else is going to have to <laughs> yeah, do that. We'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could totally do some penguins, but I'm going to have to go see them somewhere else, which is on my list. Um, Boulder Beach or Boulder's Beach in um, South Africa. South Africa, yeah. I want to go, like, apparently you can just go sit and hang out with penguins. I've seen little penguins in um, Australia before, really tiny ones. Yeah. At um, Phillip Island. Um but no, I'm going to Colombia this summer, so I'm going to be able to check South America off my list. Very cool. I'm going to spend a month in Cartagena, and my friends are going to come down, and we're just going to dance and eat. Very <laughs> and cool. Go to the beach. and um, But I'm hoping that that experience inspires, um, A, more travel posters, and B, more murals or wallpaper designs, et cetera. So we'll see okay, what comes so- out of that creatively. I've got two more questions and then we can um, maybe wrap this up. So one is from the collection you created from us, do you have a favorite? If, if you got to tell one person on the street, sorry, this is the one that I love the most. 
which one would you pick? That is a tie. I see. I can never choose. Okay, ties work. Ties work. Um, <clears throat> I love the oranges. Yeah, it's cool. I love love the. I'm wearing, I'm wearing orange blossom perfume now. Okay. Just to remind me of 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 that in Morocco and in in Valencia, everything smelled like orange blossom. But I, I got this in Paris. Anyway, um, <laughs> so the oranges. And uh, I really enjoyed creating the Whispers of Paradise, and I'm um, really excited about that print. So I guess that'll be number two okay. with the pink background. I like yeah, it yeah, with yeah. the pink background, and I like the oranges with the navy background. Okay. So I really like that contrast. So, what's next for you? Like, where do you go from here, art-wise? Are you waiting to go to Colombia and then create more, or are you um, working more on? internal business stuff like uh, commissioned art posters what's next um well i'm wanting to create some i started actually already i mentioned that turkey run piece i worked on recently um for those listeners that might not be in indiana that's a, a state park in indiana and it's beautiful and that was another one of my happy places when i lived in indiana um since i'm, I'm doing the broad ripple art fair at the okay. end of May, I wanted to create some. some I walk to that. I go down there every year, so I'll look for you. Yeah, you'll hi. come to my booth. You'll yeah. walk over, and <laughs> um, that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be my first show in Indy. Well, like my first art festival in Indy. I did the the Carmel Pride Festival last year, which was really fun. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing some Indiana inspired uh, limited edition pieces for that. Um, I'm going to be creating a new global collection of travel posters. The ones that are out now, they're going to go in the vault at the end of September. And then I'm going to bring out another, I don't know, eight to 12 pieces, um, places that I've been to, but haven't created posters for yet, like Paris and Madrid, um, Tokyo. What else? Cartagena will be in there because that's Very where cool. I'm going. But um, yeah, so that's that's on deck. And then, of course you know, more wallpapers. Perfect. Perfect. So let's tell everyone where, where can they find, where can they buy your stuff? Where can they come see more of your art? Ah, uh, my work is available at Kim Lyon Lion with a Y like the city in France, Lyon, Kim Lyondesign.com. And, um, my travel posters are available there as well as my limited edition, single edition pieces. You know, I have a, I have a dream for, um, like some commercial client that either has like a cafe or like a soup sandwich shop or just this big space to come to you and say, Hey, I want your art all across this wall. And then you do it and we produce it and then everyone gets to enjoy it. So like, let's uh, manifest that into reality for this coming year too. Cause I think it'd be absolutely. super cool. Yeah. I forgot I left that off cause that is absolutely my dream too. So, yeah. um, and actually I downloaded a photo recently, um, like a mock-up photo, because I wanted to kind of create, I remember talking to Jenny and saying I was interested in creating super graphics. And so um, I found a mock-up that kind of inspired me. I wanted to create a super graphic for for like this like fake hotel lobby. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be awesome. I think that'd be great. <laughs> but yeah, I, I do. I want to create even, even bigger things. So yeah, some super graphics, giant murals, um, 
yeah, for hotels, restaurants, cafes. Um, yeah, commercial spaces, like whatever, right? Like big meeting rooms, something like yep. that. Yeah, hotel rooms, of fun. hotel lobbies, meeting rooms. Yeah, I mean, airports, airports, that would be fun. Oh, yeah, like Indy's got great art in there. So I can see it going on the glass they windows do. there. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, they have those fun murals in yeah. there that I've seen. So, yeah, yeah, the sky's the limit. It is. All right, cool. Well, everyone can find your stuff at KimLionDesign.com. I encourage everyone to go check it out. So she's got a great website. It's really fun to look at um, and buy some travel posters, right? Absolutely. <laughs> so, and buy some wallpaper. Come visit WalsneyLove.com and check out her collection. It's also on her site um, with a link over. Um, so I appreciate your time, Kim. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? Do you want to promote anything else or tell the audience any last tidbits? Um. No, I, I'm just so excited about all of the opportunities that have come along um, to design beautiful things. And I hope it resonates with people and they, they want to include it in their lives in any way, whether it's wallpaper, travel posters, limited single edition prints, whatever comes later. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been, been a fun ride. I love it. Yeah, art, so art's important. It, it brings happiness, right? So. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. Um, everyone can check out more Kim's stuff on both our sites and uh, we'll catch up soon. We'll do another one of these down the road after we've done the mega art. Good deal. Yeah. All right. Sounds perfect. good. It's All right. Plan. Thank Thanks, you so Kim. much. Thank you for listening to Love Your Space, a podcast from Walsney Love. Please like and subscribe wherever you podcast and follow us on socials at Walsney Love or stop by and say hello at walsneylove.com. Thank you for sharing your space with us.